Welcome everybody to the Seawall Dubcast number 21. Hope everybody's feeling good out there tonight. We're here to raise the vibrations. Big love and unity from the dub. How's everybody feeling out there? Leave us a message, like, and subscribe. Come say hi. On the show today, we're going to discuss the music of the weekend, blues legend Guitar Gable, and we'll have the weekend recap and the shouts out to all the friends. You are tuned into the C-Law Dub channel here on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm C-Law shouting out to you from the Adonai Studios. Big love and unity from the dub. The Sea Dubcast is brought to you by Carl Heavily Surf. Check them out at CarlHeavilySurf.com. Everything from 10 foot long longboards to pocket thrusters. All handmade by Carl Heavily himself in Emerald Isle, North Carolina. CarlHeavilySurf.com. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you're feeling good. Big shouts to all the good friends out there. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We're going to get through the first segment quickly and get on with the Acousticast. It's an early Acousticast this evening. We've got a special show for you. But I just wanted to give some shouts to all the good friends out there. Thanks for tuning in to the Dubcast number 20 with Brother Jason Herring from mystery plan and 10 millimeter omega that was a fun uh, interview indeed and he is a good friend of all of ours so big thanks jason for doing the interview and to everybody for tuning in also want to thank everybody for tuning in to dubcast 18 with job ja pops what a great interview that was i'm getting into it for sure you know, pops is from new york city played drums in c-law dub don't miss dubcast 18 here on the youtube channel I want to thank everybody for uh, supporting all the vlogs, the dubcast, the acousticasts, and all the uh, videos we've been doing the last couple months. It's been a great time indeed as we have taken a little pivot and gone down a new road here to get the music out across the nation. Please smash that subscribe button. We've got a lot of fun content on our C-Law Dub channel, and we like to keep in touch with you for sure. Check us out at clawdub.com. Because occasionally the powers that be might just ban us for a little while. So you can always get up with us on CLOWDub.com if they don't like what we say. And they want to stop us from playing or hear us. Well, then just check us out there. I want to thank all the good friends for all the support out there. Big shouts out to uh, Ken Forrest, who had a birthday this week. Original rock master from Signal Fire, the greatest drummer on the planet. And uh, big shouts out to the night nurse and all the good friends here in the low country for sure. We've been pulling it together and 
getting the resources ready for a big summertime. Hopefully, we're going to be able to put on some events as the weather gets better, do some outdoor events. I mean, as the vibes get better with the lockdown and everything, hopefully this vaccine will kick in a little bit and people will start feeling a little better and we'll start getting into doing some shows. Right now, Sila Dub is officially just on the chill. We're fixing gear. We're writing new music. We're recording our new album, Praxis, doing the videos, doing the podcast here, doing the vlogs. I got the new um, value cast for all the people who are just training, learning about getting into music and how to keep it going. And uh, so it's going good. We're having a good time in the studio, just working on that stuff and keeping it in full motion. If you want to help us out, come to the Patreon site, see La Dub, and drop a little donation there. Get on the Patreon site. We'll give you the perks on the inside scoops on when we do some of the festivals coming up in the summertime or some of the bigger concerts we'll give you a little percentage off on tickets and such and just different perks there on the sea law dub channel got some extra information that we don't use on youtube and facebook and all that so tune into that i want to thank all the people from facebookville and all over the internet for supporting us all these years, especially the last 10 years as we've been here kind of locked down the last six or eight months. I've been definitely thinking about all the shows we've done and uh, reflecting as I pull out gear and fix stuff. And I think about all the little towns we played in from up in Virginia and New York, New Jersey, all down in through the, through the, the uh, Outer Banks, Crystal Coast throughout the North Carolina coast, South Carolina coast, all these great little towns, Charleston, even into Georgia with Savannah and uh, Florida, and then Athens, Georgia, Charlotte, and then all, our mountain community that was we've been very close with, with Asheville and Boone and all that, and everybody in the Triangle area, and especially here in Wilmington, Carolina Beach, who have embraced us so much. We've had so many incredible years of playing shows, and I was just on the run and wasn't really connecting with everybody like I should here online. So because I've been doing show after show and just playing the honky-tonks for so many years, and you kind of get in that rut and you get kind of worn out and just things just keep moving in that motion. So this has given us time to reflect, time to make a pivot, time to get more product for, to you guys and some better content, better information, and help us touch the rest of the country that we haven't touched by playing live. So I want to thank everybody for supporting all the years, especially all the people on Facebook, um, the world of Facebook. As Facebook changes, as social media changes, I just look back into kind of the glory days of YouTube and Facebook when we were fully connected in a different manner and the algorithm wasn't really in the full control the way it is now. You didn't even know what the word algorithm is, but it was. But now it's a different world. We're not definitely connected with the same inside people, everything kind of sets us up in these little pockets and little, you know, alleyways. But I want to reconnect with all those old friends from way back when. Uh, I really, I love you guys. I'm so thankful for all the people that let us crash in your house, all the people that uh, helped us out on the road, all the people that got fans to come to the show in places that we, you know, weren't well known, all the people that spread our music. And, and it's been such a fun time. I'm coming into 30 years now. I can't even believe that. And it's just been one thing after another, just an incredible time. But now that we've been in this lockdown, I myself have been through a few phases, only taking this much time off three times in my whole career. Um, 
this is the third time. And the first time was definitely after 9-11 and everything just screeched to a halt and everybody was kind of just shell-shocked and the whole country just, for about a year, we didn't have a lot of gigs and everything just reformulated. And I, and that was a very hard time for us. I went from a full roots group into like a live band setting to this little three-piece band that was much tighter and smaller. And that group, the, the giant roots group in Boone that traveled with the trailer and all that, we played it in a different time when the, the clubs were different. It was left in a bygone era. And so the clubs were packed with different crowds that were there to see live music in a different way. Everything was structured different because the older crowd above us that was playing music had a different structure, how they did it that had been set in motion for 20, 25 years. So then after 9-11, that all crumbled and DJs came in, different people took over new clubs and we had to reset ourselves. So we became the Sea Sound System as a three piece for till 2008. 2008, everything reset itself again. After the economic crash, many of the clubs changed up, things changed up, and we had to drop out of the mountains and come to the beach. That's when we moved to the beach officially, and we left. Uh, the, I left the music studio I was working in, came down here, and officially took it on full force as a full-on beach group. And so that's when Sila Dub fully became Sila Dub. And that was that's the time when we've gotten embraced the most by the community here at, on the coast. And we've had these incredible experiences with family that has just helped us out. And we just it's been an incredible time with this, the, you know, the surf community and all the people involved with all the different uh, fundraisers we've done, different events and just everything from weddings, parties, crazy clubs, giant festivals. It's just been incredible. So I look at it like, hey. If we never played again, I'm so grateful, but I'm ready for a new chapter. But I know we're all going through a big change. The whole country's going through a big change. The whole world's going through a big change. So I foresee this as when I come back with Sila Dub, I'm going to try to make it more larger events. That's why I'm trying to unify the crowd, unify all you guys as much as I can, get in touch with you guys as much as I can here. So I can keep you guys notified when we start getting back out on the road and I can put forth larger events with uh, more uh, notice beforehand, sell some tickets, get some bands together and just have more events, you know, larger uh, festivals and stuff. We're definitely going to be playing outdoors for a few, few months until we figure out what's going on. So that's the whole goal here is with all the videos and podcasting and vlogging. I just want to connect with you guys I want to reach out to you guys. I want to woodshed my music as we get the new album out. I want to document the music. That's why I'm doing the acoustic cast, doing different music every night, acoustic. And then we'll bring in the band and play live with the band here on on, on the podcast, on the acoustic cast. And it's been a great time and a great exploration for me. I've had time to do spring cleaning here and get everything uh, back to normal. And, you know, I am ready to get back to the music. I know a lot of my friends have all been kind of cut off who play music or people who went out to see music. We're all hurting. We're hurting for that unifi unification. We're hurting for that hug from the friends that we haven't seen in, in months. I think about all the people that I would know, I knew at the clubs, that that was a big part of their life, you know, just coming out to be with people at, at the reggae shows. And uh, I know that a lot of people are hurting right now. 
missing that unification. So um, I, I know that if I'm missing it, the introverted guy I am, I know there's a lot of people out there really, really missing it, who, and especially a lot of musicians who feel like, wow, where are we going to go with this? So if you are a musician, my words to you are keep pushing forward, keep reaching out to your fans, keep working here on, on your, your, um, your content here online so that the fans know where you are, what you're up to, and get to know you in a better mindset and just keep pushing forward. Don't let yourself get stagnant or get still because that will eat you up. And uh, for all the families out there and the, the couples out there and people that are strained because we're just trapped together and we're in a situation where financially burdened and we're all kind of strapped and we don't know what's next you know give each other a break think about yourself you might be a little bit of a pain in the ass as well you know if you're if you're thinking that your spouse is a pain in the ass or, you, or your family's gotten crazy or your mom's driving you nuts or your kids are out of control well you know think about three things you've been you've done to make your your spouse or your family crazy and take some inventory and judge not right now i think that's what the whole nation needs to do stop judging you know, and that's what that's what this show right here is all about today is this is the raise the vibration show. This is the show here to let y'all know there's a new light coming at the end of the tunnel here. We're going to get the vaccine going. We're going to knock out this covid and we're going to come to a new light, a new energy and get our freedom back and get together and play music, and join together and share our art, share our unity and come together as humanity again. And uh, what we need to do right now is not let the system and let the online system and the algorithms tear us apart, divide us, make us think that we're all so separate. We're really American. We're really unified. We're really, it's just the person down the block who might have a different political view than you, but definitely all good people here who love each other. And it really has nothing to do with your political thought or your the way you look, it's really about us joining together in unity because when this all ends, we got to come out strong and this nation has to come out unified and do something big to get out of this, fix our financial situation. So every musician, every artist, every person out there has got to take a, take a responsibility on themselves to do something bigger, greater for the community for the nation and for yourself out there. So uh, reach out and hug the one you love right now. Uh, get up there and play a song today. If you play music, do some art and spread that vibe. It's really important, you know. On the show today, we got some fun stuff indeed. I want everyone to raise the vibration. We'll get through the dubcast quickly and get onto the acoustic cast, which is the next segment. This is the Dubcast, number 21, insights and opinions from all of our good friends around. We're going to be doing interviews in the next few weeks with Ross, Ross Ibert and uh, interviews with uh, J.D. Beulah, uh, who else, Matt Irie. Peter Popolo is going to be back. The Night Nurse is going to be on. We got some special guests talking about extraterrestrial energy. We got some guests talking about spiritual energy. So we got some fun stuff coming on the Dubcast. Stay tuned. Uh, in a little while, we got the Acoustic Cast is next with some special music. 
Today on the Dubcast, I want to discuss some goings on. I've heard a lot of musicians the last couple of days online this last week has kind of surprised me, talking a lot of smack about about the uh, Super Bowl performance and the weekend. And uh, what's funny is a lot of these a lot of these people have been talking like they don't even know who he is. It's just, what's kind of strange to me because he's been around since like two, uh, 2014 or I can't remember when he did that. Um, what was that song he did with like the what was that he did like a song with that deaf the deaf whatever the deaf band what was that um anyways he did a, a song with that techno group can't remember was Starboy or something that was like 2015 but he wasn't called the weekend then I think he was called uh what was he oh Fatel or whatever anyways. Um, a lot of people talking smack about the uh, Super Bowl, especially a lot of musicians, and I thought that was really pretty weird. Uh, I felt like his halftime show was exactly how The Weeknd does his music, and it really represents a different time period right now where uh, music has come back to a lo-fi setting, and it's kind of talking to you a different way. So if you're in a crowd of 50,000 people, The Weeknd's music's not going to have that impact like you're expecting, you know? And some people have been talking about him lip syncing or and there's backing tracks, but you cannot do the Super Bowl without backing tracks, you know, and lip syncing. I think Prince played guitar live and sang live, but everything else was backing tracks when Prince was up there. A lot of people were just wanting to throw back at the Super Bowl. I guess they're wanting another uh have Aerosmith come up there or have uh Britney Spears or something. But I I felt like the weekend was cool. Um transition and a cool change and a little bit more cutting edge and i enjoyed it a lot because it was something more modern and something different and uh you know what's funny about it is he paid to be on there and he's working hard to be the big star you know be the big worldwide you know you know phenomenon and so more power to him you know a lot of people give him a hard time because he sounds a lot like michael jackson I would say Smokey Robinson, Michael Jackson, he has that signature. But along with that, he does some just really strange stuff that's very original. I would never do, but, you know, he kind of talks to the to the mic and just talks to people in a certain way through his songs that is just stone cold, best way to describe it. So that might piss a few people off. He might ruffle a few feathers, but I got a feeling the weekend is here to stay. And people, if you don't understand him, it's got to think about what he's doing. It really speaks for their generation and maybe their attitude towards the world right now. You know, when we were kids, we had slamming heavy music, crazy long haired, you know, music musicians being rebels, you know, and this is something more like a loungy kind of almost a throwback to, you know, Sinatra or Motown. And uh, in a lot of ways, that's uh, a little off-putting to people who don't really get it, you know. So I like that. I like the fact that he's, you know, how far, how wild can you get? So he's taking it back. So more power to the weekend. Anybody who's crying about it. This article in OK Magazine talks about how he's get, how he got snubbed in the Grammys and how everybody's talking, talking smack about him. But, you know, I just feel like when the musicians out there are talking crap, that's where uh, I, I'm tuned into a lot of musicians online through Reddit and through uh, 
in uh, you know also through twitter and such and a lot of these musicians who were talking crap they they really were showing their age because it seemed like they didn't even know who he was and uh i was kind of shocked at that i felt like it was kind of a waste of your energy as a musician to, to talk smack since you know judge not i mean how are you going to judge that you know people talking smack about all these groups as a musician and it seems like they're just going people are just going to judge what you're doing and uh also it just makes you seem dated so anyways i think the weekend's here to stay so more power to them you know that that's just that's always been the case i guess but with everybody you know so all right the next segment very important here i want to give shouts out to an original blues legend guitar gable Here's the story. When I was a kid, way back when, we had a group called Sloppy Joe, and my producer that I was working with for the little independent label got us in touch with this guy, Guitar Gable. And Guitar Gable was from the original blues, you know, he's original blues legend. And, uh, they wanted us to do a song with him and stuff and get him on stage. So uh, make a long story short, we went to his house and we hung out with Guitar Gable and uh, sat down and rehearsed with him and played some blues with him. And he had experienced some health problems, so he's a little slower then. And he's probably getting into his 70s. And he picked up the guitar and played it with, the, turned all the bass up and all the treble down and played it with his thumbs. And that blew our, it just blew our mind. He just started playing these incredible leads with his thumbs. And this is this play guy from the Carolinas here in Gastonia playing the incredible blues. And as we walked through his house, he had pictures of him with Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, pictures with him with the Rolling Stones, him with uh, James Brown. I mean, it was just an incredible experience to to just experience guitar gable and uh so i just thought i want to talk about him and his story because it's really interesting um he played with all the legends and uh let's see what it talks about right here he played with everybody james brown Curtis Mayfield, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Buddy Guy, Albert King, Rufus Thomas. I mean, he played with every single one of the greatest musicians played back in the background on, on certain recordings and stuff. And he had this little hit he did on this little tiny label. But the way the music industry was back then, back in the 50s, um, his little record label didn't really worry about uh, authenticity too much. And he did this song. I'm trying to look for where it is here. I can't remember what the name of the hit is here. I'm trying to find it without having to look into the article too deeply. But he did this song. I think Buddy Guy was on the track and he was here in North Carolina and couldn't get out west. But this other guy, Thomas, 
Let's see, what's the other guy's name? Gabriel Paradin was another guitar gable who was on the same record label. So they had two different guitar gables. So that guy went out west with this hit and sold the records uh, out of his car and was on the radio out west while the guitar gable back east was representing back east. And he didn't get the and guitar gable here back east, didn't get the royalties, didn't get the money, didn't get the gigs. And so he had to sit down, sit out throughout the late 50s into the 60s on a journey to recover his legacy, basically. And so for many years, there was two guitar gables out there, uh, Gabriel Paradin and Thomas Gable. So the two guys were on the same record label. Imagine that. Imagine somebody selling your recording and representing your recording. It was crazy. So uh, anyways, Guitar Gable played with everybody. Talks about this one night. He was in a honky-tonk, and he was playing on stage, and James Brown was in the room, and somebody came in shooting up the place because somebody had his, was out there with his wife. And so he was out there to get... Somebody was trying to get somebody's cheating wife, and uh, Guitar Gable and James Brown had to exit the stage and uh, run out of the club as it was exploding in gunfire. And uh, talks about how his music later influenced Jimi Hendrix and even later influenced uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimmy Ray Vaughan, Jimmy Vaughan, and he hung out in Texas with those guys in the early 70s. And uh, just an amazing, amazing experience. So Guitar Gable... To make a long story shorter, he came out with us on stage after rehearsal and jumped up there, and we were just a little funky little ska punk band, and we had all our little kids from high school there, and Guitar Gable jumped up on stage, and we did a blues song with him, and the crowd was like, who is this old guy? He did it. It was incredible, and uh, but he kept on playing, and he took over the stage, and Guitar Gable finished out that set and probably played like... 10 more songs and we just had to keep following with them he just said blues and g blues and a this is in g minor you know whatever and uh he'd be screaming at you what's the chord you know b, b flat seven whatever he'd be screaming at you but uh incredible experience meeting guitar gable uh blues legend indeed and i'm gonna have my good friend burt ray come in who is also a blues aficionado who knows more about the story and is a great storyteller to tell you more about guitar gable lightning hopkins uh jelly roll morton and robert johnson he knows all the big big uh incredible blues legends and we'll have him come on the show and tell us more so i want to thank everybody for tuning into the dubcast we're going to get on to the second segment here. So everyone stick around. The second half of the show is on in just a minute. This is the Dubcast. Big in love and unity. Thank you for tuning in. The C-Law Dubcast is brought to you by Automai Productions and Automai Surf. Check them out. Have a nice surf.com. This is the Dubcast. Tune in to Dubcast number 22 with Burt Ray. A 
Acousticast is next. Big thanks for tuning in. Boom. Welcome everybody to the Sea Law Dubcast number 21. Hope everybody's feeling good out there tonight. We're here to raise the vibrations. Big love and unity from the dub. How's everybody feeling out there? Leave us a message, like, and subscribe. Come say hi. On the show today, we're going to discuss the music of the weekend, blues legend Guitar Gable, and we'll have the weekend recap and the shouts out to all the friends. You are tuned into the C-Law Dub channel here on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm C-Law shouting out to you from the Adonai Studios. Big love and unity from the dub. The Sea Loud Dubcast is brought to you by Carl Heavily Surf. Check them out at carlheavilysurf.com. Everything from 10-foot long, long boards to pocket thrusters. All handmade by Carl Heavily himself in Emerald Isle, North Carolina. carlheavilysurf.com. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you're feeling good. Big shouts to all the good friends out there. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We're going to get through the first segment quickly and get on with the acoustic cast. It's an early acoustic cast this evening. We've got a special show for you. But I just wanted to give some shouts to all the good friends out there. Thanks for tuning in to the dubcast number 20 with brother Jason Herring from mystery plan and 10 millimeter omega that was a fun uh, interview indeed and he is a good friend of all of ours so big thanks jason for doing the interview and to everybody for tuning in also want to thank everybody for tuning in to dubcast 18 with job pops what a great interview that was i'm getting into it for sure you know, pops is from new york city played drums in c-law dub don't miss dubcast 18 here on the youtube channel I want to thank everybody for uh, supporting all the vlogs, the dubcasts, the acousticasts, and all the uh, videos we've been doing the last couple months. It's been a great time indeed as we have taken a little pivot and gone down a new road here to get the music out across the nation. Please smash that subscribe button. 
We got a lot of fun content on our C Law Dub channel, and we like to keep in touch with you for sure. Check us out at clawdub.com because occasionally the powers that be might just ban us for a little while. So you can always get up with us on clawdub.com if they don't like what we say and they want to stop us from playing or hear us. Well, then just check us out there. I want to thank all the good friends for all the support out there. Big shouts out to. Uh, Ken Forrest, who had a birthday this week, original rock master from Signal Fire, the greatest drummer on the planet. And uh, big shouts out to the Night Nurse and all the good friends here in the low country, for sure. We've been pulling it together and getting the resources ready for a big summertime. Hopefully, we're going to be able to put on some events as the weather gets better, do some outdoor events. I mean, as the vibes get better with the lockdown and everything hopefully this vaccine will kick in a little bit and people will start feeling a little better and we'll start getting into doing some shows right now see dub is officially just on the chill we're fixing gear we're writing new music we're recording our new album praxis doing the videos doing the podcast here doing the vlogs i got the new um value cast for all the people who are just training learning about getting into music and how to keep it going and uh, so it's going good. We're having a good time in the studio, just working on that stuff and keeping it in full motion. If you want to help us out, come to the Patreon site, see La Dub, and drop a little donation there. Get on the Patreon site. We'll give you the perks on the inside. Scoops on when we do some of the festivals coming up in the summertime or some of the bigger concerts. We'll give you a little percentage off on tickets and such and just different perks there. On the Sea Dub channel, got some extra information that we don't use on YouTube and Facebook and all that. So tune into that. I want to thank all the people from Facebookville and all over the internet for supporting us all these years, especially the last 10 years as we've been here kind of locked down the last six or eight months. I've been definitely thinking about all the shows we've done and uh, reflecting as I pull out gear and fix stuff and I think about all the little towns we played in from up in Virginia and New York, New Jersey, all down in through the through the, the uh, Outer Banks, Crystal Coast, throughout the North Carolina coast, South Carolina coast, all these great little towns, Charleston, even into Georgia with Savannah and uh, Florida, and then Athens, Georgia, Charlotte. And then our mountain community that was we've been very close with, with Asheville and Boone and all that, and everybody in the Triangle area, and especially here in Wilmington, Carolina Beach, who've embraced us so much. We've had so many incredible years of playing shows, and I was just on the run and wasn't really connecting with everybody like I should here online. So because I've been doing show after show and just playing the honky tonks for so many years, and you kind of get in that rut and you get kind of worn out and just. Things just keep moving in that motion. So this has given us time to reflect, time to make a pivot, time to get more product for, to you guys and some better content, better information, and help us touch the rest of the country that we haven't touched by playing live. So I want to thank everybody for supporting all the years, especially all the people on Facebook, um, the world of Facebook. As Facebook changes, as social media changes, I just look back into kind of the glory days of YouTube and Facebook when we were fully connected in a different manner and the algorithm wasn't really in the full control the way it is now. You didn't even know what the word algorithm is, but it was. But now it's a different world. We're not definitely connected with 
the same inside people. Everything kind of sets us up in these little pockets and little, you know, alleyways. But I want to reconnect with all those old friends from way back when. Uh, I really, I love you guys. I'm so thankful for all the people that let us crash in your house, all the people that uh, helped us out on the road, all the people that got fans to come to the show in places that we, you know, weren't well known. All the people that spread our music and and it's been such a fun time i'm coming into 30 years now i can't even believe that and it's just been one thing after another just an incredible time but now that we've been in this lockdown i myself have been through a few phases only taking this much time off three times in my whole career um this is the third time and the first time was definitely after 9 11 and everything just screeched to a halt and everybody was kind of just shell-shocked and the whole country just for about a year we didn't have a lot of gigs and everything just reformulated and i and that was a very hard time for us i went from a full roots group into a, like a live band setting to this little three-piece band that was much tighter and smaller and that group the, the giant roots group in Boone that traveled with the trailer and all that. We played it in a different time when the the clubs were different. It was left in a bygone era. And so the clubs were packed with different crowds that were there to see live music in a different way. Everything was structured different because the older crowd above us that was playing music had a different structure, how they did it that had been set in motion for 20, 25 years. So then after 9-11, that all crumbled and DJs came in Different people took over new clubs, and we had to reset ourselves. So we became the Sea Law Sound System as a three-piece for till 2008. 2008, everything reset itself again. After the economic crash, many of the clubs changed up. Things changed up, and we had to drop out of the mountains and come to the beach. That's when we moved to the beach officially, and we left. Uh, the, I left the music studio I was working in came down here and officially took it on full force as a full-on beach group. And so that's when Sea Dub fully became Sea Dub. And that was that's the time when we've gotten embraced the most by the community here at, on the coast. And we've had these incredible experiences with family that has just helped us out. And we just, it's been an incredible time with this, the, you know, the surf community and all the people involved with all the different uh, fundraisers we've done, different events, and just everything from weddings, parties, crazy clubs, giant festivals. It's just been incredible. So I look at it like, hey, if we never played again, I'm so grateful that I'm ready for a new chapter. But I know we're all going through a big change. The whole country's going through a big change. The whole world's going through a big change. So I foresee this as when I come back with Sila Dub, I'm going to try to make it more larger events. That's why I'm trying to unify the crowd, unify all you guys as much as I can, get in touch with you guys as much as I can here so I can keep you guys notified when we start getting back out on the road and I can put forth larger events with uh, more uh, notice beforehand, sell some tickets, get some bands together, and just have more events, you know, larger uh, festivals and stuff. We're definitely going to be playing outdoors for a few few months until we figure out what's going on. So that's the whole goal here is with all the videos and podcasting and vlogging. I just want to connect with you guys. I want to reach out to you guys. I want to woodshed my music as we get the new album out. 
I want to document the music. That's why I'm doing the acoustic cast, doing different music every night, acoustic. And then we'll bring in the band and play live with the band here on 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 the podcast, on the acoustic cast. And it's been a great time and a great exploration for me. I've had time to do spring cleaning here and get everything uh, back to normal. And, you know, I am ready to get back to the music. I know a lot of my friends have all been kind of cut off who play music or people who went out to see music. We're all hurting. We're hurting for that unification. We're hurting for that hug from the friends that we haven't seen in, in months. I think about all the people that I would know, I knew at the clubs, that that was a big part of their life, you know, just coming out to be with people at, at the reggae shows. And uh, I know that a lot of people are hurting right now, missing that unification. So um, I, I know that if I'm missing it, the introverted guy I am, I know there's a lot of people out there really, really missing it, Who, and especially a lot of musicians who feel like, wow, where are we going to go with this? So if you are a musician, my words to you are keep pushing forward, keep reaching out to your fans, keep working here on, on your, your, um, your content here online so that the fans know where you are, what you're up to, and get to know you in a better mindset, and just keep pushing forward. Don't let yourself get stagnant or get still because that will eat you up. And uh, for all the families out there and the, the couples out there and people that are strained because we're just trapped together and we're in a situation where we're financially burdened and we're all kind of strapped and we don't know what's next, you know, give each other a break. Think about yourself. You might be a little bit of a pain in the ass as well. You know, if you're, if you're thinking that your spouse is a pain in the ass or, you, or your family's gotten crazy or your mom's driving you nuts or your kids are out of control. Well, you know, think about three things you've been, you've done to make your, your spouse or your family crazy and take some inventory and judge not right now. I think that's what the whole nation needs to do. Stop judging, you know, and that's what, that's what this show right here is all about today is this is the raise the vibration show. This is the show here to let y'all know there's a new light coming at the end of the tunnel here. We're going to get the vaccine going. We're going to knock out this COVID and we're going to come to a new light, a new energy and get our freedom back and get together and play music, join together and share our art, share our unity and come together as humanity again. And uh, what we need to do right now is not let the system and let the online system and the algorithms tear us apart divide us, make us think that we're all so separate. We're really American. We're really unified. We're really, it's just the person down the block who might have a different political view than you, but definitely all good people here who love each other. And it really has nothing to do with your political thought or your the way you look. It's really about us joining together in unity because when this all ends, we got to come out strong and this nation has to come out unified and do something big to get out of this, fix our financial situation. So every musician, every artist, every person out there has got to take a take a responsibility on themselves to do something bigger, greater for the community, for the nation, and for yourself out there. So uh, reach out and hug the one you love right now. Uh, Get up there and play a song today if you play music. Do some art and spread that vibe. It's really important, you know. On the show today, we got some fun stuff indeed. I want everyone to raise the vibration. We'll get through the dubcast quickly and get on to the acoustic cast, which is the next segment. 
This is the Dubcast. Number 21. Insights and opinions from all of our good friends around. We're going to be doing interviews in the next few weeks with Ross Ross Ibert and uh, interviews with uh, J.D. Beulah. Who else? Matt Irie. Peter Popolo is going to be back. The Night Nurse is going to be on. We got some special guests talking about extraterrestrial energy. We got some guests talking about spiritual energy. So we got some fun stuff coming on the Dubcast. Stay tuned. Uh, in a little while, we got the Acousticast is next with some special music. Today on the Dubcast, I want to discuss some goings on. I've heard a lot of musicians the last couple of days online this last week has kind of surprised me talking a lot of smack about about the uh, Super Bowl performance and the weekend. And uh, what's funny is a lot of these mu- a lot of these people have been talking like they don't even know who he is. It's just, what's kind of strange to me because he's been around since like two, uh, 2014 or I can't remember when he did that. Um what was that song he did with like the what was that he did like a song of that deaf the deaf whatever the deaf band what was that um anyways he did a song of that techno group can't remember was starboy or something that was like 2015 but he wasn't called the weekend then i think he was called uh what was he oh fatel or whatever anyways um a lot of people talking smack about the uh, Super Bowl, especially a lot of musicians, and I thought that was really pretty weird. Uh, I felt like his halftime show was exactly how The Weeknd does his music, and it really represents a different time period right now where uh, music has come back to a lo-fi setting, and it's kind of talking to you a different way. So if you're in a crowd of 50,000 people, The Weeknd's music's not going to have that impact like you're expecting, you know? And some people have been talking about him lip-syncing, or, and there's backing tracks, but you cannot do the Super Bowl without backing tracks, you know, and lip syncing. I think Prince played guitar live and sang live, but everything else was backing tracks when Prince was up there. A lot of people were just wanting to throw back at the Super Bowl. I guess they're wanting another, uh, have Aerosmith come up there or have uh, Britney Spears or something. But I, th- I felt like the weekend was cool. Um, transition and a cool change and a little bit more cutting edge and i enjoyed it a lot because it was something more modern and something different and uh you know what's funny about it is he paid to be on there and he's working hard to be the big star you know be the big worldwide you know you know phenomenon and so more power to him you know a lot of people give him a hard time because he sounds a lot like michael jackson I would say Smokey Robinson, Michael Jackson, he has that signature. But along with that, he does some just really strange stuff that's very original. I would never do, but, you know, he kind of talks to the to the mic and just talks to people in a certain way through his songs that is just stone cold, best way to describe it. So that might piss a few people off. He might ruffle a few feathers, but I got a feeling the weekend is here to stay. And people, if you don't understand him, it's got to think about what he's doing. It really speaks for their generation and maybe their attitude 
towards the world right now. You know, when we were kids, we had slamming heavy music, crazy long haired, you know, mu music musicians being rebels, you know, and this is something more like a loungy kind of almost a throwback to, you know, Sinatra or Motown. And uh, in a lot of ways, that's uh, a little off putting to people who don't really get it, you know. So I like that. I like the fact that he's, you know, how far, how wild can you get? So he's taking it back. So more power to the weekend. Anybody who's crying about it, this article in OK Magazine talks about how he's get how he got snubbed in the Grammys and how everybody's talking talking smack about him. But you know, I just feel like when the musicians out there are talking crap, that's where uh, I, I'm tuned into a lot of musicians online through Reddit and through. Uh, in uh, you know also through twitter and such and a lot of these musicians who were talking crap they they really were showing their age because it seemed like they didn't even know who he was and uh i was kind of shocked at that i felt like it was kind of a waste of your energy as a musician to, to talk smack since you know judge not i mean how are you going to judge that you know people talking smack about all these groups as a musician it seems like they're just going to, people are just going to judge what you're doing. And uh, also, it just makes you seem dated. So, anyways, I think the weekend's here to stay. So, more power to them. You know, that, that's just, that's always been the case, I guess, but with everybody, you know. So, all right, the next segment, very important here. I want to give shouts out to an original blues legend, Guitar Gable. Here's the story. When I was a kid, way back when, we had a group called Sloppy Joe, and my producer that I was working with for the little independent label got us in touch with this guy, Guitar Gable. And Guitar Gable was from the original blues, you know, he's original blues legend. And... uh they wanted us to do a song with him and stuff and get him on stage. So uh, make a long story short, we went to his house and we hung out with Guitar Gable and uh, sat down and rehearsed with him and played some blues with him. And he had experienced some health problems, so he's a little slower then. And he's probably getting into his 70s. And he picked up the guitar and played it with, the, turned all the bass up and all the treble down and played it with his thumbs. And that blew our, it just blew our mind. He just started playing these incredible leads with his thumbs. And this is this play guy from the Carolinas here in Gastonia playing the incredible blues. And as we walked through his house, he had pictures of him with Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, pictures with him with the Rolling Stones, him with uh, James Brown. I mean, it was just an incredible experience to to just experience Guitar Gable. And uh, so I just thought I want to talk about him and his story because it's really interesting. Um, he played with all the legends. And uh, let's see what it talks about right here. He played with everybody, James Brown, Curtis Mayfield, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Buddy Guy, 
Albert King, Rufus Thomas. I mean, he played with every single one of the greatest musicians played back in the background on, on certain recordings and stuff. And he had this little hit he did on this little tiny label. But the way the music industry was back then, back in the 50s, um, his little record label didn't really worry about uh, authenticity too much. And he did this song. I'm trying to look for where it is here. I can't remember what the name of the hit is here. I'm trying to find it without having to look into the article too deeply. But he did this song. I think Buddy Guy was on the track. And he was here in North Carolina and couldn't get out west. But this other guy, Thomas, let's see, what's the other guy's name? Gabriel Paradin was another guitar gable who was on the same record label. So they had two different guitar gables. So that guy went out west with this hit and sold the records uh, out of his car and was on the radio out west while the guitar gable back east was representing back east. And he didn't get the and guitar gable here back east, didn't get the royalties, didn't get the money, didn't get the gigs. And so he had to sit out, sit out throughout the late 50s into the 60s on a journey to recover his legacy, basically. And so for many years, there was two guitar gables out there, uh, Gabriel Paradin and Thomas Gable. So the two guys were on the same record label. Imagine that. Imagine somebody selling your recording and representing your recording. It was crazy. So uh, anyways, Guitar Gable played with everybody. Talks about this one night. He was in a honky-tonk, and he was playing on stage, and James Brown was in the room, and somebody came in shooting up the place because somebody had his, was out there with his wife. And so he was out there to get... Somebody was trying to get somebody's cheating wife, and uh, Guitar Gable and James Brown had to exit the stage and uh, run out of the club as it was exploding in gunfire. And uh, talks about how his music later influenced Jimi Hendrix and even later influenced uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimmy Ray Vaughan, Jimmy Vaughan, and he hung out in Texas with those guys in the early 70s. And uh, just an amazing, amazing experience. So Guitar Gable... To make a long story shorter, he came out with us on stage after rehearsal and jumped up there. And we were just a little funky little ska punk band. And we had all our little kids from high school there. And Guitar Gable jumped up on stage and we did a blues song with him. And the crowd was like, who is this old guy? He did. It was incredible. And uh, but he kept on playing and he took over the stage and Guitar Gable finished out that set and probably played like 10 more songs and we just had to keep following with them. He just said blues and G blues and a, this is in G minor, you know, whatever. And, uh, he'd be screaming at you. What's the chord, you know, B, B flat seven, whatever he'd be screaming at you. But, uh, incredible experience meeting guitar Gable, uh, blues legend indeed. And I'm going to have my good friend, Bert Ray come in, who is also a blues aficionado who knows more about the story and is a great storyteller to tell you more about guitar Gable, lightning Hopkins, 
uh, Jelly Roll Morton, and Robert Johnson. He knows all the big, big, uh, incredible blues legends, and we'll have him come on the show and tell us more. So I want to thank everybody for tuning into the Dubcast. We're going to get on to the second segment here. So everyone stick around. The second half of the show is on in just a minute. This is the Dubcast. Big in love and unity. Thank you for tuning in. The C-Law Dubcast is brought to you by Autonite Productions and Autonite Surf. Check them out. Autonitesurf.com This is the Dubcast. Tune in to Dubcast number 22 with Burt Ray. Acoustic Cast is next. Big thanks for tuning in. Boom! Mm. 